Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This is a Little Empire podcast. Visit us at littleempirepodcast.com and on Instagram at littleempirepodcasts. Well, it's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy come to the friend zone. And have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy Time. Welcome along to the Friend Zone. Hi everybody, how you doing? My name is Guy Montgomery. And my name is also Guy Montgomery. We are here today, a place of friendship, a place to embrace one another and say what you like about each other, perhaps gentle suggestions for ways that one another could improve. Let's dip right into the mailbag, shall we? Let's not faff about. Let's not faff about. I don't want to faff about today, mate. Take Can it I away. Can I read you a message? I would love it. From Dom. If you might. Who has donated to the cause. God bless you, Dom. $6.66 US. That's the number of the beast. 666. Dom writes to us, Dear Bullet for my Valentine. And every time I guy wanted to donate a symbolic amount of money for you, uh, sorry, at you for how much I loved, loved, loved the James Reed and Page a Satan bit. You two are good, good podcast boys. Too bad this donation won't be the number of the beast after the exchange rate, but at least I tried. Uh, Dom, don't worry about it. It came through in USD, my man. Speaking of James Reed, Dom continues. I have a question. I recently made the connection that the two characters of the TWIOAT mythos are, were played by actors who also starred in the first Hunger Games film. Alexander Ludwig, who plays Brayden the Warlock, played crowd favourite Cato, whilst Wes Bentley, the actor who portrays the sentimental James Reed, played head game maker Seneca? Uh, Seneca? Seneca? Sorry, I'm not a... Seneca. I'm not a big... Uh, It'll be Seneca, like former guy. Seattle Seahawks backup quarterback Seneca Wallace. So here's the question. How would a TWIOAT Hunger Games end if Braden was a tribute with Warlock Powers and James Reed, actual Prince of Darkness, was the game maker? Say my name if you can pronounce it. Oh, sorry. I'll start that sentence again. Say my name if you can correctly pronounce... Here it comes. Rawley. I believe in you. Dom from Indiana. <laughs> oh, that is funny. Uh, so what? Braden the Warlock is against an evil games master possessed by the spirit of Lucifer himself. Look, as much as I like Braden and, you know, respect 
uh, the power of all warlocks, I feel like once you're coming up against someone who's A, calling the shots, and B, the literal embodiment of all that is evil in the world, you're sort of staring down the barrel of a loss. If you can hear water running in the background, by the way, guys just gently put on a rain track on his laptop. Yeah. For reasons unknown. It should last the duration of the friend zone. I'll tell you why, because it's a nine-hour loop. Oh, boy. <laughs> Are you ready? I'm so ready. This is big. Dear Tomacious D, and they might be Giants. Oh! That's very good. That is great. Two bands that I absolutely love. I've been digging back into season one whilst at work. Perversely listening to you lose it keeps me from going insane. And hearing it again with the benefit of three years' worth of hindsight is getting me... A little sentimental. Yes. Those brave baby boys were so pure and innocent. I refer you specifically to a conversation in season one, episode three. Tim, imagine if we're watching this in years to come. Imagine if we're still doing this on like a Monday morning. Guy, I'd like to think by then that this is all we do. Imagine (laughs) if we were living off of this. This is one thing I was thinking about. Let's say this has turned into somehow we sold ad space on this podcast. Tim, exactly as you just did. Ha ha ha. Guy, just indulge me. Would you describe your job, which would be podcasting, specifically watch up, watching grown-ups turn reviewing it once a week, as A, the greatest, cushiest job in the world, or B, like the worst job? End of quotation. I'm interested to know, three years on, is it A or B? I'd also like to thank you really genuinely for the hours of entertainment you've provided over the years. Even in your bleakest times, you've made me see light in times when I thought nothing could. I hope to catch one of you both live when I moved to New Zealand in September, a decision that, while not originally influenced by you, has maybe been buoyed somewhat by listening to you. But until then, you'll keep me going in my soul-crushingly boring job while I save the money to get there. Say my name, baby, Chrissy. Oh, and thanks for introducing me to Rose Metaphor. I caught a show in London, and it was outstanding. Be Thank- sure to catch her podcast, Bonus of the Heart. Thank you so much, Chrissy. Chrissy, you legend. If you come at that time of the year, Guy won't even live here anymore, but I will, so you can see me. Yeah. But more importantly, um, I would like to speak to your original question. And uh, I would just like to supplement the information you've provided by saying that we're not exactly living off this shit. No. I wouldn't describe it as the only thing we're doing, for better and worse. Yeah, it's definitely totally. not the only thing we're doing. But you quite rightly point out that this is uh, some sort of dystopian future that we only brushed past in our darkest imaginings back then. Yeah. Um, and it is, It's. I think it's a wonderful thing that we're still doing it conceptually, but the actuality of the doing it every week, uh, or multiple times a week really now, all the different moving parts of it, Look, it's fun to hang out with Guy. He's a fun dude. Oh, man. He's a great person to be around. It's all giggles around Guy Montgomery. Um, and for all the moaning that I do, I, I bloody, it's great. It's fucking great. Because you know what the alternative would be? Trying to scrounge up money behind a desk somewhere. That's, papers. that's the truth, actually, isn't it? It's when you put it like that, where the alternative is... Uh, like whenever I whenever I rail against something or complain about it, something like this, yeah, it's like, well, to be frank, mate, yeah. who made themselves do this? Oh, look, we do. Whose it decision jest. is this? We we moan in jest. Uh, so thank you so much for the message, Chrissy, and the refreshing reminder that this is literally a world that we dreamed of in some sort of nightmarish vision three years ago. So if we could speak to those baby boys, those innocent boys, right now, I'd say. Keep up the good work, fellas, because God knows where it'll take you. It's, it's all going to turn out okay in the end. 
I'd just like to acknowledge a person at least calling themselves, if not named, Maverick Peters, who gave us 20 bucks, no message, which is goddamn appropriate. Maverick Peters. So good. Thank you so very much. If you have a kid, like Maverick, I, I've never even thought of it before, but if I have a, a child, and I think you could probably use it for either gender, it seems, um, I don't know, a little bit masculine, but I'd definitely, I, I'd call a girl Maverick. That is a great name for a child. Yeah. Maverick. It certainly sets a pretty powerful tone. Maverick Bat. I mean, it would make it very difficult to tell a child off in Montessori or preschool if their name is Maverick. You would have to bow down. Maverick, stop being such a bloody (laughs) legend. Legend and living up to your name exactly. Uh, I got one here for you, friend. Please. Hey, Tram and Lucy in the sky with Gaimans. How are my boys? Someone someone was asking last friend zone about a live recording in Melbourne and it would be cool to know when it could happen so I can work it in around the comedy festival. A weird thing happened to me the other day that I thought would interest you guys. Oh, these are two sort of separate movements of thought. Yeah, I could tell. Yeah, well, I couldn't. A weird thing happened to me the other day that I thought would interest you guys. I won't go into too much detail, but I was doing something sneaky in the bathroom. (laughs) Well, that's very intriguing. We don't need to get into that. Uh, I was doing something... Sneaky in the bathroom when the music I was listening to at the time messed up and started playing your podcast. Guy at the time was doing an American accent. This pair with the mental image of guys head wishing everyone a relaxing day from Instagram put a stop to what I was doing. Thanks. Long live Rally the Rat King. Be cool to remain anonymous, but I'm not ho- holding out hope. You'll be pleased to hear... <laughs> your anonymity intact? Yeah, anonymous person who's definitely not called Shelly. Oh, you dog. <laughs> you can't identify someone off, off Shelly, though, can you? No, especially when their name's not actually Shelly, it's Emily. Should we be <laughs> should we be more sex positive than calling people out for what I assume is masturbating in a bathroom while listening to music? I Look, on? I'm all for masturbating in the bathroom, but when you refer to it as something <laughs> sneaky, immediately I'm like, how are you masturbating in a villainous way? Like, yeah. if you say you're jerking it in the bathroom, I'm like, fucking all power to you, get that orgasm. But if, get it. but if you're like, oh, I'm just going to nip off to the bathroom and do something sneaky, I'm like... Well, it's all gone terribly blown. Are you installing cameras? Um, I would like to read the following message from a great man named Matthew. A blib- biblical name. A biblical name. Guy. Very, very biblical. G'day, the fellas. Just went to your live show in Auckland. The missus decided she wanted to watch We Are Your Friends afterwards. And I can now officially tell you, it sure is a shitter. Just wanted to point out a couple of things I noticed, seeing as I'm slightly sozzled. A little bit rinsed and ever so slightly on the horse. And just the right amount of being absolutely painted. <laughs> James Reed from the Feelers seems to... I think I've got this guy's intonation. <laughs> yeah, I think you've got him. James Reed from the Feelers seems to have a great time and is extremely unnecessarily high horse telling our beloved piece of pasta how shit electronic music is if you don't use organic sounds and how you'll just sound like everyone else if you need to use an iPhone to record a bunch of shitty noises in order for them to be successful. Good for him. He then proceeds to hop on his drum kit, which appears to be covered in midi pads, and not only play the worst drum fill of all time, but also one that is clearly just sampled drum noises that completely goes against everything he just ranted and makes him look like an absolute bean. (laughs) Our beloved piece of pasta is also repping the Hawks Bay rugby union team when he runs out near the end. Check out those socks. Jarhead was also not Jarhead when I watched but Jono from The Rock slash Jono and Ben. Very New Zealand-specific reference, but the resemblance is uncanny. <laughs> what a long piece of saucy shit that was. Apologies. Best not sober up. Lots of love. Matt Insull. Brackets, do what you will. 
fucking that was the most Kiwi message, Matt. And so thank you so very much. Yeah, that's pretty great. Uh, Johnny and Ben, a show that we have both worked on at different times in our lives in different capacities. Still going to this day. Check it out if you're in New Zealand. TV three on a Thursday now. Hey, here we go. Uh, this one says, "God, they should be paying for that, shouldn't they?" Well, yeah. Certainly. I'll send them an invoice. Yeah. We need to put this issue to bed. Surely the mayor of a city is the highest authority to which we can appeal on how to pronounce the city's name. YouTube link, forthcoming. Okay. Okay, this is going to require... Oh, I'm almost tempted to get a cable in for a clean feed of this. Should yeah. we do it? You can do it. All right. We can edit the dead, dead no, air. No, no editing. Okay. Read another message. Okay. Read the rest of that one. No, I'll read a different one and then come back to it. Hey guys, I'm doing a Middle Eastern unit for uni and we need to watch a film from a list and write about it. One of those is Sex in the City 2 and I'm considering torturing myself and watching it a few dozen times. Thoughts? Uh, yeah, dude, you're going to turn in a pretty fucking crazy essay if you write... Um, I don't know what the specifics of your Middle Eastern unit is, but I think Sex and City 2 is certainly a very interesting... How is that a text at the tertiary level? Yeah. Sounds like when Tim got Van Wilder party liaison over the line in uh, Level 3 Media Studies. Okay. Um, all right, let me just uh, let me just turn this bit on. So what do you think, though? Should they study Sex and City 2 or not? The option's there. Oh, it sounds like they have to study it. No, they I don't they, think they get to choose from to... different texts. Oh, okay. I mean... I just don't... Oh, oh, fucking hell, guy. I meant it to go straight in. There you go. All right, let's get the definitive word, guy. You ready? You ready to have your I'm mind ready. blown? Oh, there's a bloody ad in the way, isn't there? Classic, of course. Classic YouTube. It's just building the suspense, though, I think. More affordable housing across the city. And growing cities all face the same dilemma. The more popular we become, the faster we see our housing prices rise. And finally, the revitalization of Dorothea Dix Park. This hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Park has to come from us. It has to feel like Raleigh. She says she's confident. The Raleigh. Did you hear that guy? Raleigh, North Carolina. The letter continues. Like Raleigh. She says she's confident. The I think she misspoke. I would hope this would settle the controversy once and for all, but I doubt it will convince Guy. I know how stubborn you Ackland boys can be. P.S. Yes, this is an absurd thing for us all to spend so much time on, Isn't but it, it got me on the friend zone last time. A while back, I sent an email to Tim and also sent it as a Facebook message, and I think it got lost. Is there any chance I can get it read on the potty? Done. Robert, can I say this to you? And all rally deniers, yeah. you're on the wrong side of history on this one. Oh, mate. Don't be so melodramatic. We're all having a bit of fun, aren't we? We are. I'm getting increasingly warm. Okay, here's another message. Hey there, Timbley. Thanks. Uh, thank you for having my letter read on the friend zone. It's pretty wild that you used to have a miniature Louisville slugger, and I was devastated to hear that you were unsure what you'd done with it. I would absolutely love to send you another, if you're at all interested, as they are incredibly easy to come by around these parts. And if you'd like to... Reunite. I'd love to reunite you with a piece of nostalgia. If you like, just shoot me an address. This is just an offer for someone to send me a, a miniature Louisville Slugger. Well, isn't that something? It's adorable. I've got a slightly more important message here. I don't know. That feels important to me. From friend of the podcast, Jared. Jared. Not the Jared, eh? The Jared. No. He found himself in his hometown of Richmond, Virginia. Yes. A Blaze Pizza. He, oh, he went. That is golden. He went into Blaze Pizza. Yep. And when they asked for his name, yeah, he gave them the name Pay the Boys. Ha <laughs> ha! My man. So once the pizzas were made, he sent us photos of this. Everybody, the staff had to yell out, "Pay the Boys." This, this is it. This is our that's, occupy. That's how the revolution begins. This is where it starts. Yes, Bernie twenty twenty. Pay the boys. Let's all go to Blaze Pizza and give your name as Pay the Boys. This yeah. is genius. That is really brilliant. And more specifically, this might be getting too finicky, and if you don't want to do it, that's fine. Make sure they spell boys correctly, B-O-I-Z, and be real particular about it. Um, this does feel like one of our plans as well, where it um, actually fucks up and gets them more business, which seems to be our motif. Just watch yourself but there. You're getting very tight with that uh, little cable over that there. That means that we get a bigger invoice when that, when that money rolls in. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works, as we know. Here's an um, email. The subject line is entitled, hashtag swan boy. You could probably turn that um, water sound off eh, if you wanted. I could do a lot of things, Tim. Christina writes, Dear Tim I Tam... I could speak over the entirety of this letter, but I won't out of respect. Dear Tim Tam, thank you, ma'am, and blessing in disguise. Oh. Short-time listener, first-time emailer. Is this the correct method of contact with the worst idea of all time, Tim? I guess I'll have to wait and see. I've recently traded some cold, hard cash money for the privilege of seeing Mr. Montgomery with my very own balls of seeing juice in his upcoming uh, Briz Vegas shows. Legend. Guy, sorry, Luke Guy Walker. If you're of the frozen dairy treat persuasion and arriving in Brisbane on or before the 11th, there is going to be an ice cream festival. Get on it. Oh. Up in the Tim working on my fitness, 
If I had more than 200 in my bank account, I would certainly fly to Melbourne and further enlighten my vision orbs, but alas. But all of the above is tangential to the actual purpose of my electronic mail this fine Tuesday night. Given your recent altercation with a certain member of the avian species, I would like to share with you one of its friendly relations from the sunny coast, who I spied on holiday earlier this year. Please excuse the caption and quality as I'm embracing my millennial label as a form of protest and no longer taking normal photos, only Snapchats. This good boy was found chilling on Bullcock Beach. Uh, How do you say that place? Kalundra? Kalundra? Kalundra, I would probably say. Calindra. Please enjoy a photo of our fine feathered swan friend and two homo sapien mates staring wistfully into the sea embedded below. And uh, it's exactly as you think. There's a lovely beach view. Uh, there's two dudes and they're swimmers or togs. And in between, uh, there's just a cool little like black swan hanging out. And the caption is, uh, checking out the surf with the boys. I hope this gnarly boy restores your faith in swans. I have also now just considered the possibility that it's a black goose. Do those exist? I don't know. I'm not a swan goose doctor. Either way, keep doing what you're doing. Kindest regards, Christina. I'm just reading if I can say her last name. Please pronounce as you wish. I'm hoping it's a pronunciation I've not heard before. Christina de Hesse! I don't imagine that uh, Christina said it with that exact inflection, which was a joy. Hey, can I tell you this, Tim? I'm out of correspondence. Oh, really? Yeah, dog. Do you want some email? You got some? Yeah, I could send you one. Break me off a chunk of email, would you? Oh, um, I'll send you this, and then I'll read the. Oh, yeah. oh, this is a juicy little. God, that's a juicy wee number, isn't it? I've got no idea how long we've been talking, guy. Oh, really? You lose your sense of time in here. It's a hyperbolic time chamber of sweat and wits. I've just sent you an email, and I'm going to read this one while you get it. A better DJ story says the subject line. Dan. <laughs> Every time. Fucking, you're the only person I've ever met whose computer says you've got mail in the year 2017 out loud. Tickles me. I have more mail than that being worth it as well. Dan says, Dear Timoncella and Guy and Tonic, After listening to you suffer through the clearly subpar DJ story, We Are Your Friends week after week, I thought you and your listeners might enjoy a better take on a similar topic. To this end, I highly recommend the 2016 anime... Tonka, uh, sorry, Tonkatsu, DJ, um, uh, how would you say that? Ajitaro? It's about a boy in Tokyo whose dream is to be a DJ, and he uses techniques he learned working in his family's pork cutlet restaurant to help his DJ spin style. That sounds so much better. Sounds real sick. It's fun, stylish, and surprisingly inspiring. Definitely more so than the confusing tale of Zakoli and his fuckboy bros. Plus, the episodes are a lot shorter than a watch of We Are Your Friends. Anyway, I've got to go. And solidarity, Dan. I want to know what happened to you. Jesus, Tim. That really met an abrupt end. Uh, shall I read this? Yeah. Let's this? round off on this, eh? Hey, boy. Uh, kia ora to Moti and Tata. Here's some Māori to alienate the international listeners if this ever gets read out. Oh, kia ora. Kia ora, indeed. I'm a first-year English teacher this year, and I am teaching two Year 10 classes. Out of laziness and general fear of creating more than one terrible unit, I chose to teach both classes the same content. What I didn't realise in making this decision was the amount of times that I would have to watch the same film. (laughs) My decision has given me an even huger appreciation for what you two are doing. You see, I currently have a free period at school, and I should be watching Hunt for the Wilder People for the ninth time in three weeks. Nine times. Once to check the suitability... Once to transcribe quotes, 
once to screenshot film techniques, and then twice with each class. Although Hunt for the World of People isn't exactly comparable to the films you good boys watch, even New Zealand film genius gets old after you've seen Hamish Parkinson briefly and not so unexpectedly anymore steal the show for the ninth time. I think that English teachers might be some of the only people on the planet who understand what you boys are going through. There are 100-year-old teachers here who appear to have been teaching Apocalypse Now since it was released and are now teaching it for what I assume is the 37th year in a row. (laughs) This new job has meant that I've just recently moved up to Auckland, which is horrible for many reasons, but also great because it means I can consume a lot more of your content. The Little Empire Podcast Festival was amazing, and I was very excited this morning when I saw that there will be more recordings in the Comedy Festival. This announcement was also exciting because I've recently been introduced to Auntie Donna by a friend who I brought nice. along to the show you boys hosted at Backbeat on Friday. When my friend watched Guy awkwardly scream about something, he said that it reminded him a lot of Mark Banana and he wondered if Guy and Mark had ever met. I said I assumed so, but this confirms some sort of connection. I have only in passing, but he's very funny and very nice. That was Guy talking, not the email. Just then. Thanks now, for all the primo stopped, content. I've been listening since the beginning. Got introduced through Cheap Tuesday, which I got introduced to through Paul Williams' movie podcast. Paul Williams had a movie podcast? Got to dig up those. Wow. But I'm especially appreciative now as it gives me things to do while I'm lacking in the friend department. Well, can I say this to you, anonymous writer so far? We we are are your your friends. friends. And I would also... Sorry, have you got any other... Oh, yeah, yeah. Also, thanks for knowing my name. The people I brought along to your show on Friday now think I'm infinitely cooler due to the fact that guys said my name... Oh, Maddie. Maddie with the Dutch. She even signed off as Maddie with the Dutch last name. Right. Uh, but I, well, I guess I'll say, leave that because she didn't say whether or not she wants her last name to be yeah, pronounced. Yeah, good but, stuff, uh, good stuff. Oh, Maddie, there was a lovely message, a really good twist at the end when it turns out it was from you. Yeah. We like Maddie because she brought some friends to our live recording and that's always a, a bloody it's, helpful thing. It was lovely to see you there and I'm glad you enjoyed it. Um, now, I can tell you this because uh, at one stage many moons ago... We had a piece written up uh, about us on the AV Club, and the comment section uh, wasn't the friendliest place on the internet. It was the opposite of a friend zone. And they, uh, which is fine. I've been on the internet long enough to know that. You just enjoy it. You yeah. enjoy the poetry of the vitriol actually, that they throw out there. Initially, I found it quite jarring. I didn't. I and loved then, it. Yeah, and then I, I told you, I was shit. like, I'm finding this quite jarring, and then you were laughing, and I said, well, yeah. that looks like a much better oh, yeah. time. They're internet people. It's fine. It's all good. The people who comment in the comment section, you know? I know, but I, when kind. I'm in a different city, I still listen to what they say on TripAdvisor and Yelp. <laughs> well, that's true. That's a different thing. But at any rate, um, I just wanted to say that a lot of people took exception to the fact that they felt that we felt we were special for watching a movie many times, which we don't, by the way, and that their parents with small children, so they have to watch a movie a thousand times, which means that they are funnier than us somehow. Well, I, do you know what would have felt great for them? What? Typing that out. Oh, yeah. The moment from Let the inception out. of the idea to its release, I don't want to take that away from anyone. I don't know if you should be allowed to raise kids if you're there furiously commenting on articles on AV Club, though. There should be some sort of barometer that you have to pass. This is going to do it for us, you guys. Okay. It's a real stormy day here in Auckland, New Zealand. No, it isn't. Guys making it up with Foley. <laughs> Can I just say this? Yeah. I'm still in Brisbane. And could you please come along to see me at the Brisbane Comedy Festival? Visit my website, guymontcomedy.com, underneath the shows tab, uh, or gigs tab, I can't remember what the word is. All of the dates will be there, all week at the Brisbane Powerhouse, 7pm. I'm good at comedy.
And to water down, so it's not the last thing you hear before you go. Water down. I've got... Very good, Tim. Thank you. Unintentional, obviously. Uh, dates in Sydney and Melbourne and Auckland and Wellington, which you can find at timbat.co.nz. Furthermore, if you listen to other podcasts on the network, if you go to littleempirepodcast.com slash live, lots of people got shows coming up. Real busy we beavers. So if we don't uh, accidentally ruin ourselves in the interim, we will catch you again soon. Goodbye. Thanks for joining us. Well, it's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy come to the friend zone. And have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone. With Tim and Guy. Because making friends is the best idea of all time. Thanks for listening to this podcast. If you're thirsty for another, why not try... You're so mad at the, the fact that they do did stuff it, with the camera. Why did it have to zoom into his eye? What? Why not? What's going on in a Just monkey's a... brain? I want to know. <laughs> Get me in there. Well, what insight did you gain from the cool CGI shot where the camera zoomed into I his eye? I gained that the title of the film was Kong Skull Island. <laughs> and that's what he was thinking. <laughs> Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.